everyone, and welcome to the Unlock Lab. I'm your host, Tosca DiMatteo, and I'm so excited you're here. This is episode number four, and we're talking about celebration. In fact, we're asking ourselves, what does celebration have to do with it? Before I dive in, for those who are new, let me just share a quick tidbit about myself. I am based in Brooklyn and I am a transformational coach. I help organizations to put people first back into the organizational culture and I help leaders and individuals to get out of their own way to living their best life, to finding fulfillment in their careers and breaking the patterns in their life that are no longer serving them. I spent 20 years in marketing, primarily in consumer packaged goods, and a big part of what I do is helping people rewrite their narratives and their stories to get to the future that they desire. If you want to learn more about how I can support you, please visit CoachTosca.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Instagram with Tosca Mateo. All right, so let's talk about celebration. And yes... The title was inspired by a song. What celebration got to do with it? What celebration but a self-indulgent practice? No, it is not self-indulgent at all. But so many of us think that it is. There's a lot of things around culture, around our upbringings, that lead to us being super uncomfortable with celebrating ourselves. Because that's primarily what I'm talking about. Although some people also struggle with celebrating others. And we can talk about that too. But we live in a world in which women primarily are told to be humble and to, to, to not brag and to not share the wins because all of this is counter to being likable in today's culture. So this big cultural piece has a lot to do with, I think, why we suppress the celebrations for ourselves. Another big piece of it is your upbringing. What were you told about celebrating? Were you shut down? Were you only allowed to celebrate if they were really big milestones? Did it have to be perfect for you to be celebrated? Like all of this contributes to how we do or don't give ourselves permission to celebrate. Another part of our history that plays a big role is if you have been in situations, especially with people that Uh, you care a lot about or that mean a lot to you, if you've tried to celebrate with these people and were shut down or disappointed, that can lead to you shutting down and avoiding heartache um, by not celebrating because you're not sure if somebody is able to hold the space for you and celebrate with you. I think that that can't be overstated, especially in certain cultures. It can be detrimental when, you know, you're doing better than those that came before you. There can be a lot of jealousy that happens. And this can lead to really shutting down celebration because it's not received 
in its full beauty, but rather it's shamed. And that, you know, that may sound really crazy, but it happens so much. And working on celebration is something that I do with my clients super consistently because I think there's opportunity with everybody to do a better job at honoring the good stuff that's going on. And that's not just the good stuff that's going on in your life for you personally, but also as a leader who is looking to get the most out of your teams. Because I think people get afraid to celebrate because they think that means people will rest on their laurels. But the truth is that positive reinforcement is huge in terms of motivating folks and and keeping them wanting to perform at that that amazing level that they're performing. So as a leader, it's like consider and ask yourself or maybe you're a parent, but in any situation in which you you're able to influence celebrating, you know, ask yourself like what are the practices that you have? Like how often do you give your team permission to celebrate? How often do you celebrate them in ways that are meaningful to them? Not in ways that are meaningful to you, but that can be received by them as celebration. So for example, introverted folks may not want public celebration. That might not feel good to them, but they may feel really amazing if you give them a handwritten note or a thoughtful email. That might go a whole lot further in terms of celebrating them in a way that they want to receive it. So here's the thing. I'm I'm talking about celebration at this time of the year because A, a lot of folks are in celebration mode, but also because it can be really hard to celebrate and reflect on the past year and um, and make space for all the wins and to honor all the wins because also our inner critics can get in the way of that and sabotage us and our wins. And I say this because, you know, you are you are talking to somebody that has to constantly battle the inner critic that says that wasn't a big enough win or um all the things that my inner critics do to sabotage my self-celebration. So I know how hard this work can be and and it is a practice. Hence hence my made-up song lyrics. Celebration is a practice and it's something that may be uncomfortable to do. Or it may feel like, well what's the point? This isn't actually making me happier. Um, but the thing is that you have to do it more frequently for it to really sink in, to really feel good. I'll give an example, you know, several years ago, I started the practice for myself to go back and look at my month or maybe it was even my week and honor what wins I had to celebrate because the journey of entrepreneurship was super, super hard. And I was getting in these cycles of just beating myself up. And so the practice that I created was I'm going to go back and honor all the wins, the little tiny wins. Cause let me tell you, those are the ones that get us to the next 
place that we want to be. It's not those big milestones. Yeah, the big milestones are nice, but they're only possible because we had a whole lot of little tiny micro wins along the way. So I started a practice to really look back in my calendar and say, okay, what did I do? And that was, um, that could range from, you know what? I woke up, I got up and I did my thing, even though I was having a really hard day. That's a win. And I would celebrate that. We're in a time right now where there's a lot going on in the world and there's a lot of people suffering and it's very visible suffering. And so some folks that are listening to this, you may have a really hard time celebrating yourself in the face of all of that. And here's my opinion on this. My opinion is self-celebration is the resistance. Self-celebration is the light that shines on others, that gives them hope, that inspires them, and that keeps us out of the darkness and the shadows. I think this is the revolution. The revolution is that we get to honor where we are and we get to honor where we've been regardless of what's going on around us because that is what propels us forward. That's what propels others to keep moving forward because they're seeing what's possible because you're willing to share your wins. And so I'll just share that. It's not to say we don't have empathy and compassion for those who are struggling, not at all. But I don't believe we need to diminish our light because other people are hurting. I believe it's actually our responsibility to keep shining even brighter to help those who can't see their own light. So the other piece about celebration is that it's really powerful when we can do it with others. It really is. And some folks have a hard time celebrating others because of jealousy or because of things like that which which makes it it can you know prevent people from wanting to speak up but my invitation for you if you start to feel jealous with other people sharing their wins then ask yourself like what is it that i'm wishing for myself because that's what jealousy really is it's it's you honoring that you you want to, you want something that you don't currently have or are not currently experiencing celebration is what combats our inner critics it's what it it's what combats the time that we spend suffering from disappointment from the hardships of life it's what reminds us why life is still worth living celebration when done intentionally can be super powerful. You know, whether that's a family gathering around the holidays or whether that's you writing out your 2023 list of celebrations, creating an intent around whatever it is, honoring yourself, celebrating yourself, looking at the truth of your progress and how you've been moving forward all along in the trajectory, even if there were two steps back, you are always in a forward trajectory. 
do so with intent. And it doesn't mean it doesn't come without discomfort. But that's part of the pro process and the practice is getting comfortable with seeing those things that you usually dismiss. You see, because celebration is a practice of receiving. It's receiving for yourself. And that, I think, is part of the flow of life, the giving and the receiving. And if we're blocking either one of those, then we are blocking our abundance. Think of it that way. <laughs> um, it's easy to understand how if we don't give to others, we are blocking ourselves. But if we are not giving to ourselves, if we are not allowing ourselves to receive, it's also a block. One of the things that I started doing years ago to help myself to receive, to receive celebrations from others, especially, was I would say to the other person, thank you, I received that. It helped me in honoring somebody else who's trying to celebrate me. And I think that really opened up the practice for me to celebrate myself. Oh, this other person is acknowledging me and seeing me and thanking me. And in a way, it gave me more permission to do it more with myself because I was able to see it as the truth. And that's what celebration is. It's it's enabling your whole self to see what is true versus the inner critic narratives that basically feed us lies. That's their what they do. They do that to protect us and keep us safe. But our inner critic voices are not true. It's not truth. And one of the ways that you can identify that, for example, is when those voices are telling you things in absolutes. You've never done X. You can't do Y. Um, things of that nature. That's a sidebar on inner critics. But I just want to give you a, a sense of really starting to think about your blocks to celebration and what are the inner critic narratives um, saying to you that are contrary to how you actually want to treat yourself. So... This reminds me of this idea, right, that what we focus on grows. And that, to me, is really what celebration is all about. When we focus on what's working, that will grow. When we focus on the things that we don't want and that aren't working for us, those things tend to expand. It works in both ways. So this holiday season... I hope you take the time to celebrate and celebrate the big wins, celebrate the small wins and experiment with what kind of celebration feels good to you. Maybe it's a dance party in your room. Maybe it's calling a friend and say, I'd love to just chat for five minutes and share with you all my wins. Maybe it's documenting on a piece of paper and journaling all the wins so that you can see them on paper. Maybe it's taking yourself out to dinner. Maybe it's doing something that brings you joy as a way of honoring your celebration. There's a lot of different ways to do it. 
and I'm inviting you to 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 experiment with ways that feel good, that feel like I am celebrating myself. Oftentimes I work with clients and I say, well, how did, how are you going to celebrate this win? Whatever the win was. Oh, well, well, yesterday I, you know, I had a glass of wine. Okay. Did you have that glass of wine with the intention of celebrating and honoring the win? Well, no. Okay. Well then it doesn't count. <laughs> Celebrations have to be intentional and they have to like be, um, specific to what you want to celebrate or else I'm sorry, but it doesn't count. You bought yourself the notebook. Were you thinking about the fact that this notebook was the gift you're giving yourself because, you know, you marked all the things off your to-do list that week? If not, it doesn't count. So look, I am a big fan of celebrating. I think that's one of the reasons why I enjoy this time of year because I don't even need to give myself permission because it's part of the culture to celebrate, you know, but I hope that whether it's celebrating this season or celebrating this past year, that you really take stock of what your celebration practices are and if you need more of it. And if you need support with this, please reach out because I love talking about celebrations and how you can really up your game in that. It can really change your life because it can start to reorient your brain around focusing on the things that are good versus getting stuck on the things that you're not happy about. If you want me to answer any questions you have on this podcast, I would love to do so, whether it's about celebrating or otherwise please email me at breakthrough at toscadimateo.com. I would love to answer your questions live. But in the meantime, I hope you have an amazing week. And I hope that you find every space and place and opportunity to celebrate yourself and also celebrate others in your tribe and in your community that benefit from hearing from you. It really is a simple way of uplifting others and spreading the light, the light in times of darkness. All right. I love you all. I'm celebrating you all and your incredible year. And I look forward to seeing you next time in the lab. Ciao for now.